0: good morning everybody um, thank you now uh, for um, your words and um, thank you John Mark and Marcia for that time of great time of worship and um, good morning church um, want to thank the Lord for this opportunity once again to share his word and um just want to welcome our visitors and the different ones who have joined us today. Thank you for um, being with us once again. We are trusting and believing the Lord that He will really just really speak to our hearts and really minister to our lives. And so, with that, I want to pray that the Lord will just help us. So, Father, we come before you this morning. And we thank you, Father, that the entrance of your word brings light. We pray for more light to come into our hearts and that it will bring transformation and it will bring revelation so that we can live in the way that you need us to. We thank you and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So this morning, I want us to continue off with the things that I was actually looking at two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I was looking at um, an area of um, getting ready for Jesus's return. Um, It is a very huge topic because eschatology, which covers like the second coming of Christ and his return, etc., etc., is very huge, but I'm only going to be touching um, a few things that will actually help us to be prepared for his return. And so with that, I want to just cover a few things that I spoke on the last time. And the last time, um, I spoke on a few verses of scripture, and then I began certain points. So the scripture that I, we looked at the last time was in Mark chapter, no, it's actually in Luke. Before I go to that point, it was actually the point that I needed to mention was how in Mark chapter 13, verse 32, it says, But about the day or the hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. And the point that I was saying the last time was that many people are hearing, have been hearing different things, that Jesus is coming back at different times. And people have been confused as to when he was, you know, is he going to come back at this time or that time? But the Bible clearly says that no man knows the day nor the hour when the Son of Man is coming, but only the Father knows and we we know that we are in the last days because there are several signs of the times that are happening. There's wars and rumors of wars. Matthew chapter 24 stipulates these things. And there are several different things that are highlighting um, that it's getting closer and closer to his coming. Um, the other things that we mentioned last week was in Luke chapter. Um, chapter 12 verse 35 to 40 and we began to look at um, those we looked at those three things within those scriptures within those verses of scripture that highlighted about helping us to get ready for his coming and i'll just read that scripture just for kind of context just to help us once again so it says be dressed for service and keep your lamps burning as though you were waiting for your master to return from the wedding feast then you will be ready to open the door and let him in the moment he arrives and knocks. the servants who are ready and waiting for his return will be rewarded i tell you the truth he himself will seat them and put on an apron and serve them and they sit and eat. He may come in the middle of the night or just before the dawn, but whenever he comes, he will reward the servants who are ready. Understand this, if a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come when least expected. Peter asked, Lord, is that illustration just for us or for everyone? And the Lord replied, A faithful and sensible servant is one to whom the Master can give the responsibility of managing his house his household servants and feeding them and if a master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job there will be a reward I tell you the truth the master will put a servant in charge of all he owns but what if the servant thinks my master won't won't be back for a while and he begins beating the other servants, parting and getting drunk. The master will return unannounced and unexpected, and he will cut the servant into pieces and banish them. him will be unfaithful. And the last time so we read this scripture, these verses of scripture, and we mentioned there were three points that was quite key. And it was about being awake and being dressed and keeping, keeping our light shining, and we must we must remember that obviously um, with Christ's coming, it's, um, people may say, "You may, oh, he's, he's God is you know Jesus has taken a long time," but to be honest, he's he's given people a chance to repent. People who have not given their hearts to Christ, he's delaying his coming so that more and more people can give their hearts to Christ. But not only that, but for us as Christians to get our hearts right, the Bible says that we have to examine ourselves to see if we're in the faith. And it's a a daily process of examination and checking and asking the Lord father what is it that i need to do to be ready what is it that i need to do to be prepared what is it that i need to address in my life that will please you and honor you what is it that i need to do before i leave this earth because the bible says that it is appointed unto man once to die and afterwards the judgment we have um, only one shot in this earth and we have to give it our all. So in these verses of scripture, it's speaking about being awake and being dressed and keeping our lights sh- shining. And so with that, whenever, um, at, at, at times when you, I mean, one one time I, I heard, uh, uh, there was like a, a loud noise. I I couldn't hear it, but someone else heard it. I was in a very, very deep sleep. And that just goes to show you that, at times when you're not even, when you're in a deep sleep, you are, you, you are completely gone and so you're unaware of what's going on. And being spiritually asleep is a, is a very dangerous thing because you're unaware of what's going on with your surroundings. You're unaware of what is going on around you. And some of the things that I mentioned the last time, spiritually when you're not awake i highlighted a few things here so let me just go over them just to remind us so some of the things that we can detect if we're asleep were that the absence of conviction of sin when we actually look at something as just a, a a white lie for example oh it's only a little lie jesus will forgive me so okay when we have like this kind of blasé attitude towards any kind of sin then there is an issue in terms of our spiritual condition if there's a lack of fear of, of the fear of the lord of using the lord's name in vain and say oh my god oh my god oh my god that is actually having a lack of the fear of the lord because it is not actually honoring him and if there is something like for example Uh, a a little if there's a little sense of outrage over the godliness of society or even um, watching pornography and feeling justified feeling that it's right it's okay Um, I can sin now and then repent later then there's something wrong if there's like feeling you, you feel that it's okay to go ahead and do that then there's there's something that needs to be adjusted in your life then if there's an area where there's like a a, a gr- area of greed and lack of financial integrity then there's the spiritual condition needs to also be addressed another point that i mentioned was little or, or no concern about people going to hell our family our loved ones different ones that we actually come into contact with if there's no concern if there is no like i need to share the gospel to this one let me pray for this one then there is serious concern if there's little or concern about the lack of the knowledge of god's word if like you are not really so i don't need to know about the knowledge of god i don't need to read the scriptures i don't need to hear god's word every day it's okay just hear it a little bit here and there if there's like a, a lit, that that lack of you know you not wanting to hunger and thirst for his word then there is an issue with your spiritual condition and also if there is um it, in an in indifference in holding grudges or unforgiveness and you feel justified in holding unforgiveness in your heart towards someone if they've done something that's harmed you then this also is a sign that you're spiritually um not awake um also if there is an area where you um you you embrace false teachings and one of the things that I mentioned last time is like this false teaching going around about hyper grace teaching, which is saying that you don't need to you listen. You don't you don't need to repent. So it's, it's okay. Just 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 live your life. It's all been dealt with. It's all under the blood, and you don't need to repent. That is false teaching. And if someone embraces something like that, then it's going to be uh, affect them in a bad way and it will take that person to hell because many people have embraced these false doctrines and false teachings and we need to see to it that we look to god's word and do what, exactly what He is saying and if there's indifference to the teaching that the bible is the final final authority so where it comes to our our, our finances, or where it comes to how we conduct our lives, how we live our lives. Um, if the Bible is not the final authority, then, and, and, and you just decide, I am the final authority, then there is a clear issue that you are sleeping and you need to be awoken from sleep. So those are the areas that we looked at the last time. And then, so that was about being awake. And the area about being dressed, we spoke about um, putting off um, lies and putting off cheating and hypocrisy and worldly sin. Those are the things which, um, as a believer, we, we dress ourselves with and and how we, we conduct ourselves. Normally, um, and really... As the scripture teaches, we should put on the whole armor of God. And um, perhaps one time I will teach about that, about putting on the whole armor of God. But really, we need to, the the bottom line is we need to put on Christ. We need to put on love. We need to walk in love. We need to do things that will honor him. And as, as we seek to do that, we are walking and we are, we are, Dressing ourselves appropriately. We also said that it's important about what we say and what we do and how we live because the scripture says that in, in Proverbs that death and life is in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. And we also know that the wages in the book of Romans says that the wages of sin is death the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord so there's choices that we can make those choices will determine our end the words that we say even in jest can actually have an impact upon our lives and so those things that we actually do that we say and how we conduct ourselves is actually coming um, adding to how we dress ourselves and how we um, live our lives as a as a believer then we also mentioned about the area of keeping our light shining shining our light for christ and we said that this is done um you know through uh, um, us developing our relationships with christ and also living a life um of christ to others and showing love to others but those two things are very key building our relationship with christ and shining our light um, in this dark world shining our light telling people about the good news of the light of the glorious gospel of jesus christ sharing the good news and telling them that they need to receive jesus And leading them to Christ and discipling them. So we then moved on to the two, I think we actually only got to about the second one. And we started to look at how we can get ready. And the first thing I said was that we shouldn't lose hope. And that in the book of Titus chapter 2 verse 11 to 13, it reads that for, for the grace of God, has been revealed bringing salvation to all people and we are instructed to turn from godliness and living and sin and sinful pleasures we should live in um, in this evil world with the wisdom and righteousness and devotion to god while we look forward with hope to the wonderful day that the glory of For great God and Savior Jesus Christ is revealed. And we said that in this world there is just absolutely no hope, and that the only hope there is is Jesus Christ. And this is why this is where we come in as believers because we need to bring the hope to others. We need to share up the good news of Jesus with others. You hear of many people committing suicide and losing hope, even. In the lockdown, we we mentioned the last time that people have been committing suicide and this is the time that we can share the good news like no other time. We can share the good news and bring hope to others and say to them that Jesus Christ has paid the price for your sins and you can be forgiven and you can be set free from the kingdom of darkness and be translated into the kingdom of jesus so that was the first point that we mentioned that there is hope for everyone and if you are here and you've never given your heart to christ this is the most important way that you can prepare yourself in coming and getting ready for the lord's coming And I will give you an opportunity at the end if you'd like to give your heart to Christ and receive him as your personal Lord and Savior so that you can begin this friendship, so that you can begin this walk with him. So the second point that we mentioned was that we need to call upon the Lord and feed from his word. Call upon the Lord and feed from his word. We mentioned in the book of Jeremiah chapter 29 verses 12 to to 14 that then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen. I will and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will bring you back from your captivity i will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where i have driven you says the lord and i will bring you to a place from which i cause you to be carried away captive there is something that whenever you call upon the name of the lord um with all your heart he meets you at this point and this is what the scriptures are saying, that we're not to seek him with a part of our hearts, but with all our hearts. And this is one of the ways that we can actually get ready in serving the Lord, uh, getting ready for, sorry, his, for his return. And these, there are several prayer meetings that are, are going on. But apart from prayer meetings, um, the Lord is stirring people up in the middle of the night and during the day, whenever... Um, and I, I want to encourage you that whenever you feel that prompting from the Lord to pray, call upon him, do that, because what you are doing, you are preparing your spirit, you are tuning your spirit, you are ask, you are inviting him in your heart and in your life, and I know at times it's, it's not easy because at times you may feel sleepy, you may have other things going on, but I want to even encourage you, even in the day um, where you're just just working, just, just praying the Spirit, call upon him, call upon him, because in doing that, you are shaping your world, you are changing your destiny more and more, and you are pray and as you're praying, you can be praying for others who are, who are not saved, who need to be delivered from sicknesses. Just keep on calling upon the Lord. So we mentioned that in, num- in, in, in the number two. And then we also mentioned about feeding of his word and how important is how the word of God is. The Bible says that we should let the word of Christ dwell in us richly in all wisdom. And the more that we let the word of Christ feed, we feed off the word of Christ, it will become part of us. It will become part of our nature so that when there is a reaction, the word of Christ will come out, not the flesh, because that's why the word says, let the word of God dwell in you richly. Because if we and we mentioned that when Jesus was tempted in Matthew chapter four, verse four, that he was able to speak the word of God when Satan said to him, aren't you hungry and doing this fast? Don't you want to have this wonderful, lovely bread that I've just taken out from the oven? That's just my version. <laughs> taken out from the oven. But Jesus was able to say it is written that man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And every one of us will receive some form of temptation, some form of um, where the enemy will seek to come against us. But if the word is not dwelling richly in us, we will not be able to speak it um, and declare it. Because the word says in the book of Psalms that, thy word have i hid in my heart so that i will not sin against thee so as we hide the word of god in our heart we will not sin against the lord and the other aspect that i i wanted us to move on to, to today is that we need to not only to to be praying and to feeding of the word but we need to watch we need to be aware we need to stand alert and now to watch means to stand means means to be awake it means to stand guard so it's is and making sure that those areas of sin doesn't come in this because at times the enemy wants to allow sin in our lives in fact all the time that is his business and we need to stand guard at all times; we cannot afford to fall asleep and there are and the, the 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 lusts of the flesh will seek to try and rear its head and when this this happens, we need to be aware of it, we need to be awake, we need to stand guard because the enemy is looking for any way he can to allow. Unforgiveness, bitterness, um, covetousness, any form of sin. He doesn't care what it takes to make sure that we go off off. And he does not want us to get closer to the Lord. He does not want us to be ready for Christ's return. He wants as many people as possible to be deceived or to be deluded, deluded into thinking that it's okay just to have that go on have that that that's just do that one sin that white lie it's all right it's okay because that that white lie will progress onto something else or he might say to you it's okay you are fully justified to watch this pornography right now you're not married it's okay but you and i have to be aware that if we allow or open the door then the enemy will take full um, charge in that area and then seek to invade our whole lives and then seek to cause us to have some kind of deluded thinking like, it's okay, you're, you're going to heaven. And then there's sin because the Bible says that without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. And I just want to add this as well, that let me just say this, this, this message here, it is, is for me, has been so stirring for me because I've had to consistently look at the areas of my life. I mean, let me just tell you this as well. One of the things that I've, I've, I've been learning more and more that every single thing that you go through in, in your life, it, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be small. It could be big. But God is using this to kind of, Um, fine-tune you to to mold you to shape you to prepare you so whatever I want to encourage you that whatever you are facing whatever you are are experiencing don't run away from it but walk into and say father help me to embrace this thing help me to learn what you need me to learn from this so that I can be more and more into the person that you need me to be Because this life that we are in, it's a journey, it's a life where he is wanting to do more and more and to let that light shine through us so that we can touch our world and so that we can be ready for him. Because the Bible says in the book of Revelation that every eye shall behold him, every eye shall see him. And we want to be ready for him. We don't want to have some kind of mind that's been deceived at all in any way, shape or form. So whenever the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, um, and he may sometimes, he may use human beings, he may use a bird, he may even use a bottle of water, whatever the Holy Spirit, how he speaks to you, just respond to him so that you can address those areas in his life. In, in our lives because this is the time right now on a daily basis that we are to address these areas and i want to just also mention this that jesus in, in the book of um hebrews chapter 5 verse 7 it says this who in the days of his flesh talking about jesus christ when he was offered offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that he was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared. Now Jesus had the opportunity to not obey what God asked him to do. He had the opportunity and it was you could imagine to go to face Golgotha to be pierced to be slain to have a a, a, the the um, spear thrusted in the side to he was beaten he was bruised and he, he knew what he was about to face but the bible says here that he was he he with strong crying and tears he offered up prayers he came before god he says father not my will but thy will be done he was tempted like you and i with the flesh but he never yielded once and we can do the same thing in the sense that we can cry out to god with those areas that we are struggling with cry out to him with strong crying with tears saying lord help me this is my area of struggle this is my area of need. I need you to help me because I want to walk holy and pure before you. Lord, I, don't, I want to show love. I don't want to show hate because of what that person has done to me. Lord, help me to walk pure. Help me to obey you in that thing that you need me to do. I do not want to shun it, Lord. And as the scripture says, Jesus, he offered up cries, strong crying and tears and was able to obey the Lord. The Lord is wanting us to walk in obedience. He's wanting us to walk in purity of heart. He's wanting us to embrace his word like we've never done it before. Because the times that we are in is needing that sensitivity. Just as Pastor Mecca was sharing about how discerning, having that heart of the sermon is so important in these days, having purity of heart and walking um, holy before the Lord. And the last one before um, I end, because... Um, we've got several more to go through. Is number three, in this this, is to repent of any disobedience and ask the Lord in helping you in that area of sin. If there is any um, habit that you know you have, or any kind of addiction, and listen, it's, it's not just, just drugs, it could be food, or it, it could be as... Pastor Mecca said the other week, it could be a game. Whatever you know that you know that you need to stop doing or you need to do, I want to encourage you to repent of any kind of disobedience and ask the Lord to help you in that area so that you can walk in obedience. The scripture says, for if we are willing and we are obedient We will eat the good of the land. God wants us to walk in full, wholehearted obedience to him. He wants us to walk in wholehearted obedience, not partial. And where there is an area where we are struggling, if there is an area where we need to present before him, it, it, it might be just, Prayer like there's a, there's a lack of prayer in your life, and you just, you just don't feel like it. You just don't you, you want to just do your own thing. Just ask the Lord, say, Lord, please help me. Please help me. I need my area, the area of prayer to be changed. I need transformation, and just do it little by little. But as long as there's an acknowledgement, as long as there's a crying out. As long as there's a searching or or calling out from with your whole heart, because God wants our whole heart so that he can do that work in us. The scripture says in the book of Philippians, he who has begun that good work in us will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. As we continue to call upon him, as we continue to yearn to him, And we need to do it on a daily basis as much as we can, crying out to him, calling out to him. And with this, I want to just stop there. And I want to pray for us today. And I want us to just um, examine our hearts and examine our lives And just to examine our condition, our our, our spiritual condition. And honestly, whatever the Holy Spirit has spoken to you about this morning, I want you just to bring it before him. And just quietly, just speak to him. And just say, Lord, help me, help me. So I'll just give you a moment. and i'll pray father you see the hearts of your people here this morning you see our hearts lord every one of us you see the areas that we need you to help us in lord we want to be ready for your coming lord we do not want to be deluded we do not want to be deceived we want to have truth as david says you desire truth in the inward parts and father we want truth in in our hearts lord we want your word in our hearts and we want to rectify any area father or lord we just want to anything that you've asked us to do anything that you've asked us to do that we've shone in doing father we just ask you just to forgive us any, um, anything in our hearts or our lives that we've embraced that is sinful. Lord, we just ask you to forgive us and cleanse us, Father, so that we can walk in purity and holiness before you. Help us to be obedient, Lord. Help us to walk in love. Help us, Father. And I commit every one of us into your hands. Help us, Father, to be ready for you. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you're here and you have not given your heart to Jesus, I want to give you an opportunity this morning to give your hearts to Christ. And I would like you to just pray this prayer after me, if that's you and you would like to give your heart to to christ uh just pray this prayer after me heavenly father i thank you for your word i thank you for sending your son jesus i believe that jesus died and rose again from the dead i believe and i receive jesus as my personal lord and savior in jesus name amen